listening to Branded, a podcast from The Wellco about building a brand with heart, leadership through love, and of course, the creative journey along the way. I'm Nikki, your host, brand coach, and product-based business consultant. Hello and welcome to episode number six of the Branded Podcast. I'm here with Kate. She is a friend of mine. I feel like I say that at the beginning of every episode, but I have all these amazing um, friends who are entrepreneurs and like change makers and big thinkers. And Kate is exactly that. Um, she has had a health and wellness company for the past couple years and one of the reasons I brought her on is because a lot of people go from working a nine to five job or a corporate, you know, in a corporate setting or for somebody else. And then they transition into owning their own business. And Kate has kind of done the opposite. So I wanted to get a little insight on her and like where she's at within um, her business and her as a brand. And so um, I'm super excited to dive in. And Kate actually is in New York City. I am in um, South Florida, so this is actually my first virtual podcast that's not in person, so if the quality sounds a little bit different, um, that's why, so um, we're just going to be excited that we have her here with us, so Kate, welcome. Thank you. I am super pumped to be here, my first podcast ever. (laughs) I'm so glad that you agreed to do this. Um, So Kate works for a company called Sakara. They have, I guess they would be like a, what do you call them, a nutrition company or a health and wellness company? Yeah, we're a wellness company. Um, You know, know, the basis of of everything we do is food as medicine. So our core product is organic meal delivery. Um, but we also have um, other products that we create, and we have an editorial space. Um, but yeah, we're we're a wellness company at our core. Oh, it's so great. So <laughs> I um, had the opportunity. This all kind of Kate was always in my mind. Like I need her on here, um, even if you weren't with Sakara and you just had Soulful Health. I still needed you on here, um, <laughs> and you were always kind of in the back of my mind for this. And then she was like, "Who's going to be eating Sakara with me next week?" And I was like, "Dude, I'm in. <laughs> I want to try the food. I've been following the brand for so many years." Um, and so Kate gifted me um three days of food which I'm in the middle I'm in like day two and a half right now or two and I just even before we started this call I was like Kate like the food is freaking delicious (laughs) it's so good I was a huge fan before working for them so I feel like it can be really authentic when I say like it's the best ever um I totally agree with you. <laughs> it's so good. Like you would like today I ate a black garlic burger um, yes. and you would be like a black garlic burger. Like that sounds disgusting. It, <laughs> it was so good um, that I was like, you know, like it just makes it that much better when like the at the core, you know, you're being good to your body and like caring for yourself and on top of it your like taste buds are like yes feed me more absolutely yeah I definitely does not have to like one way or the other um and Sakara like proves that time and time again yeah oh the other thing that I was like I need to make note of is that the portion size 
like I've had yeah. I've had leftover of everything because yeah, you know a we lot get of that times feedback a lot. Good because um, a lot of times with these box, you know, the deliveries, um, you, that's like the one complaint. And like my mm-hmm. husband will always say that too. He's like, "There's just not enough food," and I'm like, "There is an abundance of food in each meal." Totally. Um, and like that's very intentional and very, very rarely do we hear like get the feedback that, you know, they were hungry in between meals. We even have like men that are athletes, professional athletes who are on Sakara and they're like this, the amount of food is perfect. Um, yeah. And I'm so, a breastfeeding yeah. mother. So yes, I'm like, totally. I'm like the perf, another perfect example too. Yeah. I'm, I'm basically an athlete. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, every day is a marathon for me right now. <laughs> no, but truthfully, like, I feel like I'm hungry all day, and I've been Maybe. super satisfied, which has been really awesome. Which amazing. Um, okay, so anyway, I feel like that was a very long introduction. So, <laughs> um, so let's talk about you. So you, can you take us back to Soulful Health and... What kick-started that and, um, like, what yeah. that was all like and about? Yeah, it, it almost feels like a lifetime ago. Um, but it really began when I was in college. Um, I was studying psychology and nutrition, and the plan was to become a psychologist with, like, a really solid understanding of nutrition and how that affects, you know, our cognitive and emotional and like mental capabilities um I ended up like really just falling in love with nutrition itself and so I kind of reversed um those roles and became a nutritionist with like a really solid foundation um in psychology um so I was doing that for a bit um you know I initially was working um at a mental health center in Jupiter Florida um and then went off and started my own practice shortly after um and it was there, like, at that point in my life that I just felt, like, a little creatively unfulfilled. Um, I just felt like something was missing from my career. I was, um, you know, working with people one-on-one, but just, like, didn't have that creative outlet. Um, so I started reading Instagram about food and about wellness. Um, just, like, sharing my recipes and, like, tips, like, whatever. Um, and that turned into a blog. Um and, like, the initial, like, intention behind it was just, like I said, like, that creative outlet, um, something fun for me to do. Um, and then it became, like, this incredible marketing tool for my business. Um, and then it kind of became my business um, when I started monetizing it. Um, and I just found myself, like, really looking forward to that portion of my day, whether it was, like, recipe developing or, like, you know, getting my editorial calendar scheduled out and writing and just, like, the whole content creation portion. Um, and I eventually started, like, taking clients on, everyone within the wellness space, usually small, like, wellness companies, um, and doing consulting work um, from, like, actual content creation and the recipe development or like working with them on creating a social media and digital marketing strategy um, for their business. Um, so that was Soulful Health, um, which is still like halfway in existence. Um, <laughs> but like you said, I no longer work just for myself. Um, I moved to New York um, last October, so like almost a full year ago, um, and I took a job here working in the nutrition space. Um, and ultimately it like wasn't the right fit for me. Um, 
but while I was living here in New York, um, Sakara reached out and they've been one of my favorite companies for a long, long time. I used to freelance right for their editorial space so years ago when I was always a client. Um, so, crazy. so they reached out um, with this opportunity to work on their social media and PR team. So, um, so that is what I'm currently doing. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. So, wild. so <laughs> back to Soulful Health with when yeah. you had began that, um, how did you what was the evolution of that like t- when you were beginning to like monetize it? Um, yeah. What was that going into just like creating for other people? Because I should note in here that um, Kate is like incredibly gifted in the <laughs> like I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain it, like, the display or, like, the experience that you would have um, digitally, I feel yeah. like. Um, you created that through Soulful Health a lot um, and very well. It was done very well. So was that kind of the initial driver with monetizing it? Um, you know, yeah. I, I mean, who doesn't want to, you know, I, I was totally, like, on my own, um, like hustling, like every day, you know, trying to make like working, doing my own thing, the whole nutrition practice. Like I wanted to be totally self-sustainable. Um, what was a day like, like it, since we're there, like what was a day like when you were doing that? Um, they're so different. I often think about like, Oh my God, my days used to be so different. Um, so in addition to doing a lot of things, in addition to, um, like working as a nutritionist, I was also teaching yoga, um, I've been teaching yoga for like three years. Um, and I really, really love it. So I was doing that and, and then also like the online, like soulful health portion of my business. So like, you know, I usually started my day like teaching yoga, doing like an early morning class. I would see like two to three clients, like in an average like weekday. Um, and then I'd always try to like create pockets of time to like work on soulful health. So whether that was just like, I worked at um, a co-working space in Lake Worth called the Social House. So oh, I was cool. there seeing clients. I'd set out like an hour or two of time to, you know, like write or answer emails. Um, if I had like a, a consulting project, you know, like work with them. Um, some days that time was spent like at home in the kitchen doing recipe development or shooting. I like my Bogo studio was in my kitchen, like such a funny little setup. Um <laughs> So, yeah, it was kind of, like, all over the place. Um, I wore – I felt like I was switching hats, like, every few hours, um, <laughs> which I've learned is just kind of life, and we all have to do that. So I think it prepared me very well for working um, in New York. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, no day was the same, um, which can be, like, very exciting, but also, like, a little, like, much and a little tiring. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel that it's funny because I feel like right now as like a mom and then I'm also like reinventing myself in like the entrepreneurial world, um, yeah. having had like Jiva and then moving into like the service industry has been kind of that. Like I'm like putting on these different hats all the time, but then I always like think back to my like yoga practice where Mm -hmm. we are all of it you know what I mean there's there's this common thread through everything that I do um that is 
you know, the reason why you taught yoga and the reason why you did nutrition and had your clients and any other hats you were putting on were all like driven from the same why, you know, the same like passion. Um, and so it's funny because our outward expression, like our attire, whether it were in like yoga pants or putting on this or doing that, um, and like switching roles was still always driven by your one like need to feed your soul in whatever way. Absolutely. Totally. And like, once you like really connect with that, why it like helps you to like find that like sense of groundedness through all the chaos. Yeah. Um, so that was like a big thing for me, like identifying that why during like those really crazy days. And then if there didn't feel like a really like robust why behind something, then it was like, okay, like maybe I should let this go. Yeah. Um, which is actually what I ended up doing. Um, I was literally towards- just about to say to you, <laughs> can we talk about like from the outside looking in, you had a great thing going like you were teaching multiple classes a week um and you were building your yoga following and you had soulful health that was from the outside thriving um and you know to a lot of people that's kind of like having it all I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that it was for you but let's talk about why it wasn't because so many people feel like you know they get to like from the outside looking in, everything looks a certain way. Um, And I know I went through that even with Jiva. You know, many people were like, what do you mean you've sold it? Like, why? You know, why? Like, Mm -hmm. everything was doing great. And there's always, like, there's always, like, an inside story. So can we just, let's, like, talk about that. Yeah. um, I will say, like, I don't know if everybody else feels, like, a really genuine connection to a physical place. But for me, like, I've always been very, very drawn to New York City. Um, I grew up in Florida, like, very different. Um, but I always knew that, like, I belonged here. And so that was, like, a big thing in the back of my mind. Um, and, you know, I feel like I started Soulful Health because there just wasn't any opportunity Um for me and where I was living um, to do what I wanted to do. So I felt like I had to just create it myself, like create the opportunity. Um, And it kind of was always in the back of my mind. I don't think I always thought I was going to be a business owner forever. Um, I, it kind of felt like a stepping stone to like, okay, like I want to work in this field and there's not really an opportunity for me here to do it. That's already established. So let me try to, like teach myself and learn through experience um so I can you know like progress eventually um like into a different role what a like crazy totally and it's so it's so I, I love hearing this because so many people it's the exact opposite. Like they're working Mm -hmm. in a situation that maybe is less than ideal for them or that they know they don't see themselves in. And let's just say that that's like office life Um, Mm -hmm. in order to get them to where they want to be on their own. And for you, it was like this flip flop, which Mm -hmm. you created, you, you created such an amazing like 
I, I think that you were like a leader, a thought leader in this realm, which where we are in West Palm and in like Palm Beach, there is a big health and well, like healthy community here. Yeah, absolutely. But none of the bigger like, you know, brands are working in this area. And what mm-hmm. you did was, you know, you created so much connection um, for that kind of lifestyle here. I think. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it, again, like, part of it was felt really intentional, but then looking back, like, with any, like, journey, it all just kind of happens, and it's like, whoa, like, that really turns into something. Like, I didn't know it was going to. I was, like, trying it out, um, and I, you know, I'm, like, I feel very lucky and very fortunate, and I learned a ton, but for me personally, like, I always knew I needed to be, um, and more, like, I needed more of a community, like, in my career, um, to learn, to, like, get myself to where I wanted to be, um, so for me, it was always kind of, like, let's just do this, let's see what happens, let's see how much you can learn, um, so then you can take the next step, um, and join a team, and, and learn from them, so that was really, like, the driving force behind, like, making the decisions, like, okay, I'm ready, I'm gonna move to New York, I'm finally gonna do it, and I'm going to join a team. I don't want to move to New York and, like, reestablish soulful health, per se. I want right. to, like, take what I've learned and, like, apply it in a new way. Um, and so that's what I've done, I guess. Um, and, it's, I mean, I've learned so much. I've worked with a really, really incredible team of women, um, but all women, which is really exciting. Um, so fun. And so many of them are knowledgeable. I'm learning something new every single day. Um and I'm just, like, loving it. It's definitely different, like, office life versus, like, entrepreneur life. And they both have their pros and cons. Right. Um, but, yeah, I for me, like, it was just, like, I, I, needed, I felt like I needed to learn a little bit more. And that was my driving, like, factor. And, and taking the leap from entrepreneurship, you know, into, I guess, like, a more corporate setting. Yeah, I I understand that. I think a lot of people crave to have more education. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like this saying where you're only as strong as, like, your weakest person, mm-hmm. where, like, you needed to move yourself into a different kind of situation where you would have like something to look up to in order to elevate up to that level, whether it be like your education, like how you're working. Um, it's all an experience at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. It doesn't mean that you may not ever like have your own thing fully, but you know, you're going to show up to that role, a better version than you are, you know, you were yesterday. Um, And that's like, not to say like, exactly. And it's not to say like, I didn't, like, have regrets, like, moving to New York and being, like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, I had, like, a thriving yoga, like, practice and, like, clients and, like, you know, projects I was working on with people that I had to, like, basically, like, stop doing. Um, yeah. It was for sure I, like, you know, went back and forth. It wasn't, like, total, like, yes, I know this is the right thing to do, but, like, deep down I just, like, had this, like, nudge. Um But yeah, no, it's definitely like scary and you just have to like follow like what feels right for you. Um, And I I don't know like what I will end up doing like five or 10 or, you know, 15 years from now if I will like circle back to being my like own boss. Um, Part of me feels like that might happen. Part of me feels like it might not. Um, 
I just learned to become like really unattached to like what happens and you know, to my decisions, like just because you make a decision to start a business, does it mean you have to like always like stick with that? It's okay yeah. to let that go. And just because I decided to work for a company, does it mean that like I can't go back? Um, I really do feel like life flow, you know, we know yeah. like life is like ever changing and circumstances are ever changing. So I'm just kind of like following those inner like nudges and, and Yeah. I think I'm going to call this episode like the nudge because (laughs) it's so it like gives me goosebumps just talking about it. I think like the goal in life for everyone is to be so connected to what's going on inside your body and how you're Mm -hmm. feeling um, that you can you know when a nudge happens. Um, I think we get really hung up in decision making, um, feeling like this is the only way or we go down some path and then people are going to judge us for jumping off that path. Mm -hmm. Then we feel insecure about jumping back on it because we were judged from the start. And it's like at the end of the day, like we're all all we should be trying to do is is follow the nudges and follow our gut instinct and you know, listening to our bodies and, you know, you can't just do that without effort, um, Mm -hmm. put into like connecting with who you are. And I think that those, those, um, efforts are like how you nourish your body. Um, whether it's food, what we're listening, what you're listening to, the kind of people that you're surrounding yourself with, you know, your yoga, your meditation, your journaling, like, a million different things and and I just think it's so important to like we should always have time for those things in order to be available for the nudge to show up exactly um yeah like a huge part of like I feel like my awareness of like these sort of like you know like little nudges if you will (laughs) to like you know things to follow like your you know intuitive like things um is like making the time to like be quiet and like check in every day and like for me that's like meditation or yoga practice but everybody else like has their thing that like gets them in the flow um but yeah like without that if you're so externally focused like you're never gonna like cultivate that awareness to like really like you know hear what your intuition or whatever is you know trying to tell you um but yeah and then it's like it still feels like a big like leap of faith and you still have to like cultivate the trust um because sometimes like the feeling you get is to leave something that's like really incredible like a relationship a job your family like I left everything in Florida I literally moved here with a suitcase and my Vitamix I brought my Vitamix with me um and it was crazy it was like what the hell am I doing like this is insane like on paper it just was insane but um but like it ended up being like exactly what I needed um like truly like never felt like so like at home in like a physical place which is really interesting um and yeah like I said like I just feel like I'm like learning a lot and I'm excited to see where where that goes um how did your little move go like how did you how did you end up um like New York was on your mind did you like do were you like manifesting like I want to be in New York I'm not quite sure how I'm gonna get there yeah. <laughs> um, and then like opportunity came along. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, gosh, I had been wanting, I've been like 
getting my partner at the time, like, let's move to New York, let's move to New York. Um, he, like, finally agreed, and we, like, went to New York, and I was, I actually was, like, I'm just going to do soulful help. I'm going to move here, I'm just going to, like, figure it out, um, and, and which, like, was not, like, the healthiest mindset. I really was, like, just kind of relying on this person to, like, oh, they'll take care of me, um, yeah. and, and we, like, found an apartment, and, like, perfect, we're going to sign a lease, and, like, as it, you know, what happened, like, everything, and, like, in my personal life, kind of fell apart, like, right as we were signing the lease, um, and he decided to stay in Florida, and I was, like, okay, like, I'm, I'm, like, going, like, I know I, like, meant to leave right now, um, so, I yeah, I just started, like, like, putting feelers out for, like, career opportunities that felt, like, aligned with me, I knew I wanted to still be working in the wellness space, um, and then I found that I got, you know, an offer that, like I said, it wasn't, it didn't end up being, like, the best option for me long-term, but I, again, definitely learned a lot and, and opened a time, lot of doors. at the time, it was prop, like, that was your stepping stone to getting to where you wanted to be anyway. Yeah, and again, it's, like, that letting go of, like, you know, I made a decision and I took a job, and then I left after six months, and, like, that's okay. Like, totally you're not fun. tied to your decisions forever, um... So, yeah, and it was, like, great. You got the job. You started on Monday. So I literally, like, packed up a suitcase, like, left all of my belongings in Florida um, and, like, moved here and, like, stayed with a friend for two days, found a place to live, like, on the third day and, like, moved in. Um, it was really, really crazy, like, very, like, ungrounding. Um, it took me, like, a little bit to, like, get adjusted and to, like, find my footing and to, like, get in the groove. Um, Did you find but, roommates to move in with? So it was, I just, like, found a sublet, yeah, with, like, two girls, um, like, a friend of a friend of a friend, and nobody I knew. Um, and that was just, like, temporary. It was furnished just so, like, I had to to sleep while I figure out um, where I was going to live long term. Um and then I found my sweet little studio. Um, so I live alone, um, which Amazing. is something I really always wanted to do. Yeah, I've never lived alone before. Um, so, so yeah, so that is what I'm currently doing. But, yeah, I mean, again, like, not to say, like, there weren't days I was, like, stressing out or crying or freaking out. But, like, it was just, like, a lot of trust and, like, a lot of, like, following, like, those intuitive things. And, and it ended up, like, working out in the end. Um which is great, and I'm really thankful for that. Um, so but yeah, awesome. so it was it was definitely like a whirlwind. It took me months to really feel like okay, okay, like this is home. Like I'm settled. Yeah. Um, Are yeah. you in Manhattan? I am. I'm in the Liga, so awesome. like in between Soho and the Lower East. So fun. Yeah. So let's talk about Sakara. So how yes. did you end up landing there? Um so funny they they reached out to me um through instagram <laughs> i got i was feeling unhappy um at where the role i was working in at the time um and was just going back and like what do i do i've only been here six months like you cannot leave after six months like just really like stressing out and like not trusting the process and just like freaking out and feeling like i had to figure it out and then i just like finally was like what am I doing? Like, I just need to surrender this. Like, universe, if I'm meant to be here, like, help me to, like, enjoy it and to find peace in that. Um, and if I'm not meant to stay here, like, 
like helped the opportunity to like you know show itself and then it was like a day later that um Sakara reached out yeah like it, the way it works you need to stop resisting and you just are like okay I trust you like whatever yeah. um I feel for me at least that's when things kind of come through but um yeah and and then you know I accepted the job like a week later and that was in April so so not too long ago um and, I mean, I've never learned so much in my life in such a short period of time. I, like, cannot stress what, like, a talented and intelligent and, like, inspiring community of people work there. Um, it's been really, really cool. How many people are on the team? When our New York headquarters, I think there's about 30 of us. Okay. Um, and there's, like, 150, like, total. So a lot of that includes, like, our kitchen staff. Yeah. Um you know, like, everybody that, like, makes, you know, Saqqara, like, happen and, and gets the food out every week. Um, and then we have a very small West Coast team in L.A. as well. But there's about, like, 30 of us um, in, in Manhattan in our in our Soho office. So cool. And what is, if you could, like, explain the culture of, like, Saqqara, what, yeah. is, what is that? I think what really drew me to Saqqara and I think a lot of other people um and, you know, it's not the really cute branding or the really good food. It's, it's like, the message behind it. Um, you know, it's not just meal delivery. It was, you know, Danielle and Whitney, our founders, that they created Sakara with the belief that food is just, like, a gateway to, you know, once you nourish yourself on that level, you open yourself up to, like, living the life of your dreams, which can sound kind of, like, lofty, but... If you really think about it, um, you know, there's, like, that hierarchy of needs. And if you're not, like, giving your body what it needs on that really, like, basic, like, biological level through food, like, you're not going to be able to, like, have the energy or the drive or the inspiration to, like, follow those nudges and, and to, you know, like, create a life that feels really authentic to you. Um, so, like, our motto is thoughts to things, um, you know, and just like using food as a tool to connect with like your truest, most authentic self and to really create a life, um, that you like living. Um, so for me that like really, really resonated and I think it does for a lot of other people. Um, so that's kind of like the mission behind it. That's so awesome. I, it's funny because I work a lot with like, when I work with people with branding and just like creating a culture in a business, um, and especially in like the early stages, it's a lot to do, which by the way, these are like things that I didn't do with Jiva that I now like have learned and dissected is, mm-hmm. is like a lot of it has to do with like feelings and how you want to feel, um, in order to be like, in order to like, work sustainably right by sustainably Mm -hmm. I mean like long term and at your most optimal level and with Saqqara like not knowing that whole background to me that was the feeling that I got the second I like opened the box was like this like thought has gone into every single step of this as a Mm -hmm. lifestyle change, not just like how I'm eating. Um, like my package came with a stick of Palo Santo, which was like amazing because I've now been using it like all over my like workspace and in my house and like before we're eating and it's just, it's shifted the energy 
and how we're how we're nourishing our bodies. So like this is just like an example and it, this may be um this may be like you said lofty before but this might be like woo woo but my husband is very much like everything is just like kind of like quick like food he loves food but food is very much just like a something to fuel him in order to keep going um Mm -hmm. as opposed to like an experience and so he'd always be like get lunch meat like just buy lunch meat it's like easy for me and you know I was I trust that like in time it would not be what he's eating but I would buy it and like literally suddenly like four days away he was like don't ever buy that again like I don't ever want it in this house again like my body doesn't feel good and it was like when I like was when I started like putting making food a priority um and Sakara kind of opened me up to that to without you even saying all of that and without me even knowing all of that, it like opened up a portal of like, it is more than just like something I shove in my mouth in order for me to like be able to breastfeed and be able to like work through my day and not be like done, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I kind of feel like it's, it's following through like what, what you just said about Sakara being like the, what is it? Thoughts to things. Thoughts to things, yeah. Like exactly the experience that I'm having on the other end. Um, that's so amazing to hear, um, yeah. and that's definitely like the intention behind it. Um, I, you know, we're very like ritual based. Like you get like your if you've ever done Sakara, or you can go on the site and kind of read more about it. But you don't just get the meals; you get like some other things along with it. So like you get tea, and like we encourage you to like stop what you're doing and like drink a cup of tea, like herbal tea, twice a day. And I'm get drinking your it right water. now. Yeah, and your detox water, um, you know, that you enjoy in the morning, you enjoy it at night, and it's, again, just kind of, like, reaffirming this idea of, like, creating rituals in your day um, and, like, making your, like, daily things, you know, your morning glass of water and your, you know, all of your meals, like making them special and making them sacred. And um, that's definitely the intention behind them. And I will say, like, just this is kind of a side note, but when I was thinking about, like, okay, I'm going to take the leap from being an entrepreneur to work, you know, to work for somebody else, it was really important to me, like, if I'm going to, like, help, like, move and drive the needle for somebody else's dream, inside of my own like I have to really like buy into like what that is and really really resonate with it or I just don't think I like it would be sustainable for me um and like from the like coming from the other side like I can say like there are businesses out there that are not your own that you can have that like same passion for and that's what I found in Sakara um so if anybody kind of like feels that same way like no there are people out there doing like amazing things that like you will want to like dedicate yourself to like, you know, moving forward as well. Yeah. I love that. I am so happy to like, I'm so happy to hear and for our listeners too, like that there is no right equation that equals like happiness or, you know what I mean? Like being really fulfilled like at the end of the day like we're just vessels here um to do what we love and for some that may be different for you than it is 
for this person. Like I, I can say with every cell in my body that I love working for myself. Um, I love creating. I love taking things from zero to 100. Um, mm-hmm. And I love doing them in a way that feels really good. But that being said, like if there was a company like Sakara or something else that I felt every person in there was creating from that same place um, with that mm-hmm. same intention, I would I, without a doubt be a part of it in whatever capacity yeah. like I could be. Um, and I wouldn't feel like I'm taking steps back because I'm working for someone else mm-hmm. um, or, you know, I'm not continuing you know, moving forward my own thing right now, because like you said earlier, you can always come back to it. There's no like written agenda for mm-hmm. what's right or wrong. Yeah, totally. There's no rule book. No, um, certainly no rule book when it comes to like your own business. Um, but yeah, you like put it so perfectly. Um, and that is like exactly the feeling I had. Um, yeah, totally. The only thing that there is, is like judgment, of yourself and of other people like attaching to things like you said um being like unattached to what it is and I if I could like if my husband was here right now or my sister (laughs) who I worked with I would ask them and I what was I ever fully attached to Jiva and they each would tell you no wow like my number one thing I would always say is like I'm just really unattached to where to like the outcome of this I'm just enjoying this process and learning and I know and you know and I know other people who are going through their own journey right now with like entrepreneurship is that if I was solely dedicated to what the end result was going to be or where what amount of money I was going to make or where I was going to be like status wise Mm -hmm. I don't even think I could run the business I'm doing right now because I would have nothing to reflect on because I wouldn't have been like in the experience of the journey. Absolutely. Totally. I think there's something to be said for like creating goals and not like living your life aimlessly, but like having intentions, but then like it's that balance of like you also have to like detach and leave room for grace and for growth um, and for setbacks and then, you know, springing forward. Um, Yeah, I totally agree. I love it. So what is your, um, I'm just kind of winding this down. So what is your, um, self care like right now in order to keep you like connected to the role that you're in at the moment? And if you wouldn't mind kind of like elaborate a little bit on your role within Sakara, like what's your day um, like at Sakara? Yeah, my, well, my role at Sakara, um, we are a startup, and so we all wear a few different hats. So like I said, I was well prepared for that um, from my previous, you know, experience um, career-wise. But yeah, so I work on the social media team, and I also work on the PR and events team. Um, so on paper, it's like, oh, like PR and social media, like those kind of go together. Like, no, they don't. They're very <laughs> different, um, but I love them both. Um and social media was kind of, like, where I felt most comfortable, um, at least what, what I was doing before. But I have to say, like, I'm, like, loving the PR and the event, like, side of things. Um, like, like you mentioned before, I so appreciate it. Like, creating, like, a really um, impact 
impactful, like high touch experience digitally was really important to me and not the opportunity in real life, um, which is really, really fulfilling. And, um, you know, designing events that are innovative and really impactful and like drive a message. Um, so that's more like that side of things that I'm really enjoying. Um, but in terms of self care, um, my life, like I said, is so much different now. I used to think like, oh, it's so hard to find the time to do yoga and whatever. Um, when I was like teaching yoga and like really like living the wellness lifestyle, and um, it's so much harder when you're not working in it. And <laughs> so much respect for all the people that show up like after work and get to a yoga class because it's so fucking hard and I really for the first time in my life like understand that um which is great like I feel like I have this whole new like perspective um as a yoga teacher like what my students are going through um but I I mean food is really really important for me personally like I know like I need to be mindful of what I'm eating um just in order to feel my best like emotionally and cognitively um, Sakara makes it really easy, um, you know, but aside from that, just, like, always making sure, like, I'm just, like, being mindful of, of that, and, um, and then in New York and, and everywhere, really, it's so hard to find the balance between, like, you know, fulfilling yourself, like, socially, like, I love being around people, and that definitely, like, fills my cup, um, but then knowing when to say no, and to, like, have a night home alone, like, tonight yeah. I was supposed to go out, and I was, like, I, you know, I was in a rush from work, home to do the podcast and then like rush back out it was like no like I need like I just like need a night where I'm like watching the real housewives with a face mask yeah and like whatever um and and then like your typical like you know wellness like type things like making it to yoga class when I can I try so so hard to meditate every day it like for sure is not an everyday thing yeah right now um and that's okay like that's where I'm at my life and like it's like the non-attachment and the acceptance. Um, but I so appreciate you. Like, I I appreciate you saying about, um, like you knew that you just needed to be home with a face mask on watching (laughs) housewives because literally like that is a form and a very deep rooted form of self care. (laughs) Like as a woman to just be able to turn off and mindlessly watch some TV that means absolutely nothing is almost as meditative as meditating. I totally agree. And a lot of people bash like, you know, mindless TV shows. I'm like, I totally get it. If that's like what you're doing every night and like for hours on ends. But like, yeah. I think there is something to be said of like, you don't need to be reading like a self-development book, like all the time. Like you need to be like worried about like fixing yourself and growing 24 seven. Like that's exhausting. Like sometimes you need to like turn off your mind. Like don't watch a documentary, like watch something like stupid and like, like just kind of turn off for an hour. Um, so yeah. I'm glad that you feel the same way. I 100% agree. Like I have people and I ask this question all the time on these podcasts and just in conversation of like what self-care looks like or what you do to, you know, keep yourself inspired. And it's always like a lot of times it's like, you know, I wake up and I journal and then I do this and I come, you know, whatever, whatever, like the, the, the right thing to say is in, you know what I mean? Quotations. And I always want to be like, what do you really do? You know? Cause like, so I, you know, 60% of the time, 
try to keep like you know keep my brain going and just keep moving forward and especially with the baby like a freaking Moana and trolls is on like all the time <laughs> like you know and so my husband and I laugh because I'll be like feeding the baby dinner or whatever and he's like can you still can you be quiet and watch my favorite show and it's like Moana is on <laughs> and we like laugh but like following that like sometimes I don't want to sit and meditate I don't want to journal what I want to do is like turn off and watch like you said like housewives or you know the I watched the VMAs the other night and I watched like JLo's performance and it was like (laughs) the most like like fulfilling thing that could have possibly happened at that moment in my life I was like this is just everything that I've needed that just filled me up I I created like amazing content the next day and I swear it was because of that I'm yeah I mean talk about like feeling like empowered like she is yeah yeah I definitely like a very like amazing figure yeah Yeah. to like watch I totally agree um yeah and like on that note of like saying like the right thing like the self-care routine like I'm totally guilty of like being that person like in my old life and and personally just like had the time to indulge and like I journal every morning and then I read and then I meditate and like oh my god like and that's just not, and for this chapter of my life, like, that's just not a, re- like, it cannot happen. It's the impossibility. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and, like, I just think it's so important to, like, not get caught up in that and, like, the guilt of, like, not, like, oh, having to, like, my kundalini yoga and, like, two weeks, like, oh, my God, like, no, like, it's okay. Like, I think a lot of us, like, need to kind of cut out, like, the fluff and, like, the things that, like, I don't know, we just kind of do because we feel like we need to and, like, right. actually, like, creating like a positive like impacting your life um so I feel like moving to New York like just my lifestyle has changed so I've let go of a lot of like the things I thought I used to like oh my god like I need to take like my like 25 like Ayurvedic herbs every day like no I don't actually like I'm still okay um so yeah yeah I feel like it's like this conversation allows like women specifically to like loosen the grip on on like the perfect like formula to being like the best version of you um it I like working a full-time job like you're doing right now and in a city like New York City I I did that for four years. I work. I yeah. lived in New York City. I worked a full time job. I was ru- like running around to yoga and doing this and doing that. It's a lot like being a mom, like to a ten month old. I just want to throw that out there. Like very different, but also a lot in the same. Where like you can't, you can't, you just can't fucking do everything. You can't. You no. don't. You can't have everything and figure it out and the second that you give yourself permission to like be like okay I don't need to have it all figured out um I don't need to do all of it like I haven't listened to even all my own podcasts like straight up I record (laughs) them I I edit them I I put post them out there and like three of them I haven't even heard before Like, if we're just being honest, you know? And so it's it's okay. Like, there's only so many hours in the day, and, like, even Beyonce doesn't do everything, you know? It's it's okay. Totally. I so agree. And, like, once you, like, accept that, it's, like, 
the most beautiful freedom. And then just like know your life comes in phases, right? Like you're in a chapter right now where like this is the reality and like that will change like a million times um, as it will for all of us. Um, so yeah, I guess yeah. that was a big part. And I've, I've, I like always said, it was the first few months when I got here, like I have not, I have practiced yoga, like the physical practice of yoga, like the least I have in years, like in my entire adult life. And I was, but I've never practiced more yoga like off the mat in my entire life in terms of just like, you know, showering myself in like forgiveness and compassion oh, and like understanding. Um, and that, and that is yoga, right? And, and I was just like, okay, like I don't need to like do it like the class to like practice this. And um, yeah, I think it's important for people to like realize that, especially like wellness is um, this really interesting industry right now. Um, and I just feel like there's so much pressure and, um, I don't know, yeah, I just, coming from the other side of it, it's like, you know, I think the most, like, amazing thing you can do for yourself is just, like, accept where you're at and just, like, know you're doing your best, and that's, like, more than enough. Yes, I, like, could not agree more, and everything you're saying, like, resonates with me where I'm at in my life right now, um, so so deeply and it's so funny because you and I are in total different like places of life it's like it's kind of mind-blowing I know um so yeah that's I I'm so grateful to have you here with me and to be like sharing this message I know that like so many women in so many different seasons of life um going through like different things or just at different stages can mm-hmm. like will will hear this and be like ah oh, like an aha moment like okay I am free to kind of just like be me and be in wherever I'm at right now and that it's okay yeah totally yeah um well I, I'm like so thankful that you yeah I'm so <laughs> thankful that you jumped on here and um I've loved kind of learning yes, about yeah I'm lo- I loved learning about like the culture of what soulful health was and then like Sakara and where you're at now and um can you tell everyone like where they can find you um socially and just how to link up with you yeah, um, so you can find me on Instagram at Soulful Health. Um, it's S O L, so soul is in sun. Um, and um, my website is linked there, which um, is not as active as it once was, um, but still I do my best to post recipes and just kind of like take bits from life. Um, and then, of course, if you don't know Sakara, um, you have to find them on Instagram, um, just at Sakara Life. Um, yeah, and I hope I hope to connect with some of you. Thank you so much, Nikki. This was amazing. Absolutely. And just know that the beautiful experience of Sakara's Instagram and Soho House Instagram <laughs> is like the inner workings of Kate's brain and all of like the amazingness. Like when I look at that, it's like everything you are. Like everything I think of when I think of you is like, is that just like beautiful inside out and I'm feel like lucky to know you 
Well, thank you, Nikki. That's amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. All right. Well, I will include um, all of Kate's contact info and Sakara's contact info in um, the notes for this episode. And as always, any questions, like feel free to reach out to me or Kate directly. And um, I look forward to hearing from everyone. So thank you so much, Kate. Have a great day. Thank you. you too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.